Welcome to an all new episode of Sip the Sauce. I'm your host, Lydia. And today I have with me Lisa David Olson. She is a speaker, an author, a performer, podcaster, and a business humorist. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Lisa. Hey, Lydia. Let's just start at the beginning. So I we came into contact when I was looking for a comedian for the show. Mm-hmm. And so we start talking and you said, well, yes, I'm a comedian, but I do so much more. That's just like a small part. So if you don't mind, give us a, a, a quick background of, you know, where, where you came from and, you know, your comedic past that kind of brings us up to where you are today. Can do. I, it's, it's not that I'm so much more than a comedian, but really I am not a traveling comic and I do have great friends that do such things and had to be very creative over the pandemic. And now they're back on the road and, um, you know, in whatever capacity it can be. But I, I just, I have such respect for those that are road dogs, as they call themselves, that are actually going club to club and that is their business. I have great respect for that. And my background is that I grew up in a traumatic home with an alcoholic mother. And it was um, my three siblings and I each handled it in a different way. And I did write about it. And I, But I also write about pranks and the happy things and, and having sons and the humor in my family. So it became my business when I accepted a dare from a friend to try out for a comedy troupe. And then it evolved that I got in and I ended up after a few years running the troupe. So I was performing, running, producing, doing all the behind the scenes and the stage time of sketch comedy, improvisation and song parodies. That became my business as well as just doing improv for parties. If you've ever seen Whose Line Is It Anyway, it's very much like that. Yes. And at the same point, speaking all along the way, doing keynotes and workshops and things like that. So that's the quick version of my background. And seeking humor is such a healthy thing to do. It's a way to raise endorphins and lower your blood pressure and release nature's antidepressant, which is serotonin. And doing pranks, that's an adrenaline boost. If I jump out of a closet to you, Lydia, and and scare you and your <laughs> your fancy beer goes flying and stuff, um you're going to jolt and then we're going to laugh our heads off while we clean up the beer together because that's ridiculous and it's healthy and you're welcome because I care about you. That's amazing. I agree with you. Um, Laughter is the best medicine. I, I, I don't know anything else that can get me personally out of a bad day other than laughing, whether it's a meme or, you know, my favorite comedy show on Netflix or, you know, whatever. A good laugh goes a long, long way. I, you are so right there. And that's why it, it's because you just said it with memes and a comedy show. Humor takes our full attention. If you hear somebody laugh next door or in your office or in the store, you look. Your face is out of your phone. You are not looking for your cereal anymore. You turn and you look. It takes your full focus and attention in the best way. And that's why it's better to seek humor, especially before bed, than news headlines or reading the obits or 
I love Facebook, yeah. but there's parts I hate. <laughs> of course, of course. Facebook can get too serious too quick. So that's how humor started for you. But humor has brought you all the way to being a business humorist. Can you explain to us what that is in your opinion? Yes, I am a business humorist, meaning I could speak at your event. I can also do workshops for your event. And everything is going to have a light heart to it. I love to be an interactive speaker. And through times during quarantine, I learned and adapted to doing so online. I still can be interactive online. And it's not like I'm going to call anybody out and make you come up here because not everybody wants to be on the stage. And I get that. So my promise is I won't scare your introverts. (laughs) People are like, whew, she won't call me up there because that's embarrassing. I don't want to go be a blue dog. You know, I'm I'm sitting back here by my HR buddies. I don't want to go up there, but I might shout out, you know, if I call out, give me a room where two people might meet and you shout out uh, the dentist waiting room and you can do it safely from your seat. You're more likely to be interactive, but I also do creative consulting. So all my years of improv and performing but producing shows and putting things together and writing and all those things come together in a very good business format that we can talk about um, how to rebrand your business how to launch your book during times that we can't get together in public how can we creatively launch your book how can we have how what are your hobbies what is your passion what is your love and Lydia what is your passion your favorite hobby what is it maybe you just started doing or something that if you weren't busy you'd be off and doing that that's a loaded question for me because i am one of those people where i feel like i like everything um but there's i've never had like one thing that i only do like my one true love of anything so i grew up a very um artistic individual. So I played a musical instrument. Uh, When I went to college, I um, got a degree in art as well as psychology. And so I like, I know, so I like to create, I spend a lot of time remodeling my home, but this podcast actually has become, I guess, the first thing that I'm like, fully immersed in because I think it gives me an ability to be um, creative in who I have on the show. I love learning about people, you know, so it gives me a chance to research and learn and talk to people. And then it gives me a, a platform to say, hey, I think this is awesome. I think you'll like it too. Some people do, some people don't. So I would say right now, this podcast has become like my passion project. That is a great answer to have so many different things that you like. You're using all the corners of your brain. And I just love that. And you can choose two and put them together. You could play. What is your instrument that you play? I play the string bass and the piano. Awesome. At the same time, right? Of course. <laughs> I'm playing the piano with my toes. I've got my fingers on the bass. I love talented Awesome. <laughs> I love it. But you know, you, you could make your own jingle for your show. You can put, that's why I love to ask people about their passion and what they love because for your, for your podcast, you're, you're putting in your own creativity. You could add your own music. You could add different things you're doing. And I just, 
it's not that you're not. I'm just saying, I think if we involve our passion, our true loves with things, that's a craving. But you are hitting the mark by having all your different guests. It's never the same. Right. And so it's funny you say that. So when I first started the show, I really leaned on, you know, people who have been doing it. Um, I joined all the Facebook groups to try and figure things out. Uh, That's when I started getting into Clubhouse. And so I would listen to the different things on Clubhouse. And this one Clubhouse I was in, I raised my hand and I got up on stage and I was like, you know, I just started. And they were like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, really, I'm trying to figure it out because I have so many interests. I feel like I want to bring that variety to my show. Every one of them was like, nope, mm -mm, pick one and do it. And just that one, don't give too much. Like they were so down on that. And honestly, like by then I had like a, a plan for the show. But after that experience, I was like, okay, now I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm about to mess everything up. They're telling me I'm not doing right. So, you know, I have to say I didn't listen because I'm stubborn. (laughs) And so I've just been doing what I think is right. And I've kind of rolled into a flow where on the first Monday of the month, I always do a true crime podcast because I love true crime. Who doesn't love, Mm -hmm. who doesn't love Dateline? You know, I watch so much Dateline. I do too. It, I watch it. I listen to it on my phone. Oh, I am right upset. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I love true too. crime. <laughs> I know other people love true crime. And then the last Monday of the month, I um, growing up, my dad had a small bit small business, and I think it's really important to support small local businesses. So. Um, the first Monday, I couldn't do anything, or the first last Monday of the month, I didn't wasn't able to do anything because Houston was frozen. So <laughs> I had I had bigger fish to fry. But last month, last Monday was my first one, and I got to do an amazing keto restaurant that's actually five miles from Ooh. my house. And it was amazing. This next for this month, I found just by hanging out with a friend, a really awesome local winery in the middle of Houston. And so that's going to be my guest. So I'm like, okay, there's a little bit of structure with the first Monday and the last Monday, but then my show's in the middle, whatever floats my boat is what gets to get on there. I love it. It's, I I just, I, I guess I could go to a podcast that just always talks about hammers until I want to learn and it's become predictable. It's just not my brain either. And I don't know too many of my close friends that are so specific. Like some of them are like, I listen to motivational ones. Well, that's still bopping the topics all over the place. So I'm with you. And that's, that's my podcast too. You'll, you'll just never hear the same. And that's what I love. So we should mention you do have a stranger connections podcast. And I liked that every show I learned something Yay. new. Like I enjoyed that. Like the last one I listened to today was uh, your friend who is a wine enthusiast, not a sommelier. So just in talking, I can see how easy it is for you to help somebody. <laughs> I do love doing that. Yes. I want to encourage people to be ready to think of things a little outside of the seriousness of life. I want the person 
to, we talk about their loves, their passions, because that might come up again. I talk about taking two unlikely ideas and put them together to make a new idea, whether it would be, you know, playing your piano with your toes as, as you play bass and you're doing your podcast, but you can take wild out there ideas and bring them in. So if we took that wild idea of you playing two instruments and podcasting, we actually could have you lay down a track of bass, lay down a track of piano and voice track it for something in the middle of your show and then make it workable. And I love playing that game and it's not just a game, but it is using my improv skills and my passion for finding your uniqueness, finding your voice, stop caring about what other people think because guess what? That's in your head. Nobody gives a crap about you. <laughs> like we think we do. Oh, my hair today. Oh, my hair today. And somebody's just like, dang, I love your laugh. And you're like, oh, wow. Nobody cares about my hair but me. And why did I waste half my day on that? <laughs> We're in the age where a lot of people are trying to start their own thing. You know, years ago, um, it was very common. You graduated college or you graduated high school and you found a job and you did that job until you retired and you had pension and right. all the things. But now it people have the mindset of, I don't want to work for someone else forever. I want to create my own journey and my own path. And I have so many friends that are doing that right now and or are wanting to do that and they don't know where to start or they've started something and it's stalled or, you know, they're in so many different phases. Your journal sounds like the perfect ingredient for them to add to help them get to that next level, to figure out why they're stopped or blocked or, you know, change their scenery, do some, you know, it's going to help them figure out how to do something different, hopefully to get them back on that creative process. Going from the what ifs and why nots, you have a book, Laughs on Rye. Yes, a little play on words. Laughs on Rye is my improviser's memoir. And that came out in 2018, and that is on Amazon. And it's the ups and downs of growing up in a family with an alcoholic and how we, the siblings, dealt with it in our own way. And it was, I just thought, you know, believing in myself of saying, dang, I waited all this time. I've had this book in my head. Who, who cares about it? And then having a local mailman, who a mail carrier, who was at the coffee house I was always at, would come to my shows and he stopped and said, are you writing a book? Somehow he flipping knew that. And I'm a huge fan of Carol Burnett. And he said, you remind me of Carol Burnett. So I instantly loved him. And he's like, when are you going to get that book? So he would say that. And I, I finished it because I knew there was one guy who wanted to read my dang book. And he didn't know about the alcoholic background. Right. He didn't know I quit school in 10th grade to leave home at 17. He didn't know any of this stuff. So when he read my book, he came to my book signing and he was in tears. He said he had a similar childhood and I never expected that part that people found it brave to share, but it's also about my passion of pranks and that my kids are funny and that I did not continue that cycle of alcoholism or harming kids or anything like that. And so I'm very proud of that and how my kids got to grow up differently than I did. And, you know, it's, it's a lot about silliness. So some people laugh out loud and it's 
little short stories with a lesson at the end that I learned. I'm not trying to teach anyone else. But in the middle is a section of pictures from my project in bravery. I accidentally started a project in bravery. And so there's pictures of that. And the one that I talk about a lot is the first one where these two girls came out of an ice cream store and they were doing selfies and I wanted in on it. We're drawn to humor and I wanted in. So I dared myself. I was sweating in the weird places as I went over there and I was like, can I get in a selfie with you? And one of them goes, are you an influencer? And I was like, oh, I got to look that up. But then I had the idea, let's not smile. I mean, that's whack. And they both were like, oh, you mean just be serious? Right. I'm like, yeah. So that made us laugh like crazy. So try that with your family. And what ended up was a serious selfie with strangers. And I don't know how you can. I love it. And I'm showing Lydia right now one of the pictures from my book. And it's like, how can you not smile when you're eating ice cream? But that started a whole series of serious selfies with strangers. So that's a hashtag. And I put that on Facebook and sometimes on Instagram, but I, I'm not always on there as well because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> you got to get weird sometimes. You got to yes. feel the awkwardness. It, You know, you got to get that blood pumping and the heart rate up to make you remember like, yeah, I'm alive. Yes. Oof. You know, that was a rough one or that well was close. Said. But a lot of the times, a lot of the times when you have those experiences that get all of the sweat <laughs> glands and stuff going, yes. when it's over, those are the best stories yes. to share. And I love yes. sharing a good story. And it's just, it's a good, I think it's a good way of life to, you know, not take yourself too serious, push yourself to do things you wouldn't normally do. And just you enjoy said it. I love that. And, and it is, you step out of the comfort zone because that's where the fun is. And, and I adore that you said, and that's where the stories are. You're darn tootin'. And that's what we all love to share. Without it, we wouldn't have our podcasts or our good friends because it is about the stupid stories that, when I say stupid, I mean fun, that we're going to share years from now. Remember that time? That's the best stories. A hundred percent. A couple of weeks ago, I did a, a show with two of my sorority sisters and that everyone was like, that show was so great. You know why? Because we've done some stupid things together. <laughs> and so we are bonded by yes. stupid things. <laughs> and so that whole show, we talked about important stuff and stupid stuff Yay. and funny things. <laughs> and it's just like, you know what? We, we lived a good life. I like to say I've lived life. That's right. That's right. You got to feel the things, feel the things and try the new stuff. Absolutely. Exactly. I love it. So on April 17th, so the show will be out after that. You are doing a TEDx. I am. Now, I had no way. I knew TED Talks. Right. I Googled what a TEDx was. Mm -hmm. So it is... Similar but different, correct? It's an independently run TED Talk. So it would be the one I'm in is Bloomington, Indiana. I live in Minnesota, but I'll travel to Indiana. And it's when they're independently run, that's the X part. But TED okay. overall might pick it up. And I learned mm -hmm. that many people don't know what a TED Talk is. So it's technology, entertainment, and design TED Talk. So it could be Anything. So if you want to 
find out if anybody did a talk on string base, you say YouTube, TED Talk, string base, YouTube, TED Talk, hobbies, you know, anything, food, science, humor, oh gosh, anything, look it up. It's amazing. So if you're prepping to do one, start doing your homework by looking at a lot of other ones in your realm just to see what's out there and what makes yours different, what, what makes your topic a little bit unique. So are we allowed to know what your topic is or is that under, <laughs> under the, the veil? I'm not in the bachelorette. Then. No, I can talk about it. <laughs> it is choosing humor, discovering bravery. So I'm definitely starting with a, a story from my past and how humor shaped my life. And, and it, the theme throughout is choice. You know, that's right on the cover of my book. Mm-hmm. Choose choices, not excuses is right on the cover of my book. And that's truly how I live, making choices. You know, when somebody says uh, the phrase, this is not related to my talk at all, but when somebody says the phrase, yeah, I've been busy on that, that's a choice. <laughs> you, you're you just not prioritizing right. things right. I, I, yeah, I, I would have done that. I've been so busy. Don't you even tell me that during quarantine, that you're so busy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're waving a jogger exactly. now. Yeah. What were you, you already made the doing? sourdough bread. You finished grandma's quilt. You're waving at joggers because you were so desperate for social interaction. Shut up with the too busy. Yeah. Own your time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Use it. Choices. Use it wisely. Soft no choices. Excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I am looking forward to that as well. Now, as we've been talking, I've made two notes because I got to I got to come back to some of these. So, the first note I actually just wrote because I went to school in Iowa and I have a love for the Midwest and one of my really good friends who was on the podcast, she lives she's from and lives in the Minneapolis area. So, we had a whole discussion about food and yes. are you from the Midwest or do you live there? Okay. So what is your favorite <laughs> hot dish? I like the rice one with water chestnuts in it. It's Oh, I've yeah, never had that of, one before. Um, soy sauce base. So it might be even a bit of an Asian flair, but it, that would be a, a great hot dish for me. Yeah. And I'm not crazy about meat, but I'll eat it. Asian I just don't like hotness. it in the hard pieces. So I'd prefer, I'd prefer tofu, but I, I'm not against it. You know, you know when when the taco places started with the meat protein replacement thing, I was like, yes, I'm not going to hit a weird hard piece. <laughs> Give me one taco. I'll eat that. What's your favorite that. hot dish? Yeah. Oh, and I do think we have to ask. Hey there, uh, what's your favorite hot dish? There, you betcha. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> when I jump over the creek and go next door, uh, I love to have a tater tot hot dish. I'll take the whole top off of that one there. Give me the tats. Tats rule. So I'm not going to make you do one, but I'm going to ask you, what were your, did you have a favorite or a couple favorite song parodies to do? We used to end each show with a musical. So it could be a play on West Side Story, but it's about potholes. And so we'd always try and get both sides of a topic, you know, and just do that. So it'd be, 
Her name is Lydia. I'd say she's the boss. You got her on your headphones. You're listening to Sip the Sauce. Hey. Until now, I have made it. You are it, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you've given so much good information. You just in our conversation, you got my my brain fluids going. So if anybody wants to reach out to you and you know you have your services or whatnot, how? Is the be- how's the best way to contact you or reach you? Go to my website, lisadavidolson.com, and I'm pretty excited you revamped it for me. I am spoiled rotten. And join my Facebook group, Counterclockwise. It's all humor, clean humor, fun humor. So join us. I've had that going about six months, and we have almost 3,000 members. So join the fun. I called it a cyber clubhouse of fun before there was the clubhouse thing. So maybe I'll call you were the original. I was clubhouse. OG Clubhouse, yo. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> stole that. You should have trademarked that as soon oh, as you did it. <laughs> all the reg- all the regerts. But yes, uh, or Lisa David Olson on Facebook and Instagram, whatever. You can find me. Look me up, but keep listening to this show because we're gonna we're gonna go big now that we've got a song. Yes, yes. I'm going to take that snippet. That's going to be my new intro. There you go. Well, Lisa, I thank you so much for being here with me today. Yes, I enjoyed our conversation. And um, I mean, it was it was great. It was a great laugh. Very fun. And thank you so much for the invite. I love your show. And I'll I'll see you, uh, especially on Crime Mondays, True Crime Mondays. That's that's for me. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for having Thank me. I appreciate ev- it. Ab- absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day, and I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at sip underscore the underscore sauce. And make sure you check for new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great day.